everyone, it's Arlen. It is um, it's early in the morning on Thursday, June 4th. So my voice, uh, it takes a while for my voice to get settled, we'll say. So um, I have a feeling I, I'll sound <laughs> more down than I am. But um, I, I just, just like jumped out of bed, jumped out of bed because I do I did what um, most of us do and and some of us claim we don't <laughs> uh, and I and I check my emails and I check my social I check the new the world's news in the morning from bed uh, just to kind of level set and make sure I know what's going on and um, yeah so <laughs> I'm going to figure out where to start here. Well, first thing I'll say is like, if you're listening to this and you have no idea about uh, a tweet that I put up last night, a Wednesday night, about um, a fake fund that I was making fun of that I was going to be starting, then you either want to look at the tweets and look at the comments and look at the comments, or you may this may not be interesting to you whatsoever. I also want to say that if you do know what I'm talking about when it comes to this and um, you don't listen to this whole thing, I don't necessarily think I want to hear from you because you're not going to have, it's kind of, you're going to be proving my point. You see, you'll be proving my point if you listen to five minutes of this and then, and then have a, a say and then kind of jump into my to my DMs or my um, my comments or back channels or however you you like to to, to express yourself and um, so I, that's all I would ask everything else I, you know it's it's your world so do what you got to do and I wanted to address this tweet from last night I'm gonna pull it up so I can quote myself accurately uh, give myself that that courtesy. Um, and then I want to, I really do, I want to break it down. I want to get into it. I want to get into it. And I want to give you a little bit of insight into, into my world. Now I will warn you that this is going to be a very, it's going to be a self indulgent and self centered, um, uh, monologue soliloquy (laughs) because this is my podcast. This is about a tweet that I did and I'm getting some, incredible uh feedback about it and I want to have my say and part of this is that I want to have my say so it also you know press stop now if you don't want to hear all that okay so I'll start with the tweet and then I will go backwards a little bit yesterday at about seven um pacific I said, uh, of many tweets, you know, I'm going to just write myself a little note here because I tend to forget words. So I'm going <clears> to <throat> uh, do that. Let's see. Okay. Yesterday I said, I'd like to announce that I'm starting a $13 fund for straight white men. I will be giving 26 straight white men 50 cents along with exposure, experience, and mentorship of my choosing. Because of this, I am being awarded $1 billion worth of free marketing and leads. <clears throat> and it, I, and then there's a, a gif of the, the little girl from Blackish 
putting on her on her shades because <laughs> she's just she's throwing shade okay uh and immediately i mean immediately and i actually to be quite honest with you it's not my best work <laughs> you know I, I have a uh i have a uh uh, a spoof account uh, a fan account for the l word called modern l word and it's like modern seinfeld and i and 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 i used to do that in on twitter and and i thought that was quite quite genius uh but this was this was kind of me at 80 percent, you know and i've uh, immediately it just started taking off it just started getting a lot of likes and retweets and a lot of responses and a lot of sort of um, playing along with me. Um, people that I knew and people that I didn't were like responding like, well, how are you going to find the pipeline? You know, that sort of thing, because of what I was saying was this sort of tongue in cheek or definitely tongue in cheek thing. And then I would respond and have been responding with another I think more clever response, which is, you know, well, you know, my wife and my kids will help me with the, with check it out. So obviously it's a fake fund. And obviously I meant it as a dig. I meant it uh, as a kind of a reflection of how ridiculous the proposals and the crumbs that black and black and brown founders uh receive from the venture capital community at large like the funds at large this is 2020 i started working on this and talking to investors in 2011 and from 2011 to 2020 um i've had all measure and all uh type of conversation and thousands of conversations and they've been some of them have just been outrageously um, insulting and you just see it you know we the stats are there 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 is this tiny amount of funding that is earmarked for underrepresented founders like t like not even a blip on the radar when it comes to the hundreds of billions of dollars uh, every couple of years that's deployed or raised in, in venture you know however depending on how you're measuring it and so I didn't think that this was a secret. <laughs> I I didn't think I was the only one who knew that because, you know, we're talking about that right now, especially the last few days. Tuesday night um, or Tuesday evening, a TechCrunch article came out that talked about how VCs are rush, rushing to, to put funding into black companies because of the climate, today's climate. And, and I said, well, I don't know about rushing, <laughs> but I know they're rushing to, to at least appear to be. And some, yes, are rushing to change their ways and some angels are leading the charge and some, I mean, of course, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's, it's nuanced. It's no one or one thing or the other. But I, but I was quoted in that and I said two things that I want you to understand. And that's why I say listen to this whole thing or don't listen to it at all. Okay. I said two things. One thing I said was it's not enough. It's never been enough and maybe never will be enough but it's something and something is better than nothing i'm going to say it again because uh, let me say it again it's not enough the the this fund over here putting in two million that fund over there doing a hundred million that fund over there so the fund that's doing a hundred million is softbank 
they have 100 billion under management and, or, and raising more. 100 billion. And a billion is a thousand million, okay? So them doing 100 million for black founders is not enough, but it's something, and something is better than nothing. And I said as much in Stealth Mode. Stealth Mode uh, is a is a uh, mailing list that has been in the press, so it's not like I'm outing it. It's been in the press, and it's a, a, a group of hundreds of black tech executives and investors and operators who talk to each other. It's a back channel. And it's, it's, it's not as stealthy as it is, but it is a back channel. And... I sort of defended it, you know, I defended that hundred million because I said, well, hey, Paul Judge is involved and, and, and Stacey uh, Philpot is involved from TaskRabbit and they're two black people who I consider to be legendary and they're going to steward this capital. And I know how, I talked to SoftBank <laughs> last year and I know how hard it is to get a hundred million from them, okay? So I, I, I uh, was the first to jump in front and say, hey, let's not, let's not attack this. I know it's paudry compared to what SoftBank has, but let's focus on the fact that these two black people who we respect are going to most likely get this money into black companies. Let's, let's take the win. And then when it was announced just a couple of uh, hours later that Andreessen Horowitz was doing a $2.2 million uh, uh, program, it's not a fund, it's like a program, much like Backstage, my fund, okay, where it's 50,000, 25,000 at a time and it's, it's mentorship and it's all of this stuff that I have spent the last nine years of my life saying is a good thing I said, I was the first to say in another back channel, let's not, let's not jump all over it. Now, what I said personally to both, what I said to my team and what I said to myself and kind of reflecting on was the white people and the, and in one case, the Asian people, but mostly the white people who are who are the general partners of these funds? What are they thinking? You know, Andreessen has billions under management and what are they thinking? Why can't they break off a $200 million fund for black and brown founders? Mark Andreessen, who is an investor in, in my fund, Ben Horowitz and the many, many other partners at Andreessen. Why can't they come together and say instead of like okay and not instead of maybe in addition to Nate Jones's wonderful wonderful 2.2 million dollar uh, uh, program that he spent six months on that he put his whole put him his whole self into to make happen and he's going to uh, steward that capital and, and and mentor those founders in a way that I'm going to be proud of because it's 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 literally my model <laughs> So I can't be hating on it, right? But why can't his bosses, why can't the bosses' bosses look at it and say, you know what, uh, we do a lot. We've invested, I, I think there's a list of, you know, maybe 10 black men that they put a lot of money. Tristan Walker gets mentioned a lot. Yeah, they put a lot of money into black men. Great. But I'm just saying, why can't there, why can't it be more? And that's what I said to myself. You notice I didn't put that out there, though. 
You notice I didn't put that out there because what I wanted to put out there was the positive that I could find in those two announcements. And in addition to those two announcements, there have been, imagine you're me for a second. You're adorable, first of all. Second of all, you're me and you have a, I mean, when I say thousands of incoming messages per day, I'm not exaggerating across all platforms. There's an inundation because as someone said to me from from a, a, a high level executive said to me on the phone yesterday, we are all looking to you to for the answers. And I said, I thought to myself, wow, uh, I, that, that's news to me. <laughs> I'm just at home tweeting, you know, but I understand now that the influence that I have, I get it. I do understand that some people are looking towards. So anyway, point is. The the dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of funds or uh, individual investors who have said in the last five days, I am going to look at black founders now. And the dozens and dozens and dozens who have said nothing, who have been silent about it or have been silent about Black Lives Matter. I am a human. I'm a person observing this. I am also in the industry. And then I'm also I have this other layer of people looking to me for a little more than just you know, I can't turn it off. I can't. It's not like a journalist or 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 another kind of fund manager who, you know, uh, Brian Johnson, who can just be what they are. And then they turn it off and then and they turn it back on in the morning. There's something there's an extra layer here, whether I like it or not. I accept it, you know, so I'm getting all of that. So it is all of that. So I put that tweet out. Because I was, many reasons. One is I, uh, it was satire. Your, my whole existence for the last nine years has been trying to get funding to underrepresented founders. And I've said this over and over and over. And I've said funding and other resources, including mentorship, exposure, uh, and all, all those things that I made fun of in the tweet, right? But my whole existence has been about that this whole time. And I have invested in 130 companies raising this money, 25K, 50K at a time, $10 million or so, raising it and earning it, earning millions in revenue. I think I, I think I get a chance to make fun of the industry that has been so insulting to me for so many years. It, can, I, can, I get, can I get a moment to make fun of, and, and, and by the way, make fun of in such a low-key way. I mean, if you think about it, have you, ever, have you ever seen me go after someone in a bullying kind of way? Have you ever seen me go after somebody in the dark of night? I put it out for everybody to see. I'm being transparent and I'm I'm laughing because if I don't laugh, I cry. And in fact, I did cry yesterday. People who were on the mastermind, 350 or so, they saw me cry five, seven minutes into this mastermind. I'm doing one of eight, this free mastermind that I'm doing for my book so that black and brown and women and LGBTQ and and, and yes, white men can come to it for free and get something out of it and work on their company or work on their idea or work on themselves 
And f- just a few minutes into it, I started, I broke down. I started crying because I said, it's so hard. It's so, it, this is such a, this is such a, uh, this is so heavy. All of this is so heavy. The trauma and the responsibility and the insult to injury every single day. And for me, for our people, it's so heavy. So I have to I have to laugh so I don't cry every day. And I, I have a sense of humor, you know. I uh like I said, the modern L word, I have this sense of humor where I think I when you when you're homeless or when you're hungry, like I was, and I was for so long, you have to find humor. Or the days aren't worth much. And that's what I've taught myself to do. So this was a, this was a, this was humor to me. And it's, let me tell you though, let me tell you though, I wrote after it, I wrote two posts. I wrote one that directly said that I was not targeting Nate Jones from Andreessen Horowitz. Uh, Although the language might've appeared that way, I wasn't. Because how could I? Because I'm, I'm describing my fund. He is, he is one of a thousand people I am putting into, into the view and tweeting about. And then I wrote another one that said, I'm talking to, I'm not talking about one VC. I'm talking about all of them, all white VCs, <laughs> all white men that are in VC. I am talking about you. I will say that. That's what I'm talking about. You don't have to ask. I'm telling you. Okay. But let me tell you what's interesting. I have received many messages like when I woke up that's when I started I said I gotta record this because I've received I woke up to these messages from people who thought I was talking about them and let me tell you they are black they are white they are Asian they are Latinx they are male they are female they are other they are this they are that and they are the other and it wasn't like, uh, you know, what is this? What is this crap? You know, it was like, um, it's not cool to, to talk about me like that. I, I, I feel bad. You know, you made me feel bad to talk about me like that. And I just thought, how interesting is this? How interesting is this that you, that I've said out loud that this is not about one one person. It's about all white men who have venture funds or who are angels, like super angels. And I'm getting all of these other people coming to me, most of them, not most of them, I say half of them, not that description. And they're, they're, they're thinking that I'm attacking them personally. And I'm doing, I'm throwing shade, I'm, I'm subtweeting them. And I thought, that's so interesting. I'm subtweeting an entire industry. I'm subtweeting myself. I had to respond to one of them and say, look, I have my first fund in 2016 was 1.2 million, something like 30 plus LPs who put in between 5,000 and uh, uh, one of them put in 250 because they're a fund. Anthemis, I appreciate y'all. But but most of them were between 5,000 and and 50,000. And a lot of them were people where that, that amount of money they put in was extremely significant amount of money. But a lot of them, a lot of them, it was the it was what happens when they sneeze and falls out of their pockets. That happened in Fund One. It happened in 2017 in Fund Two. 
It happened in 2018 in fund three. Last year in our accelerator fund, I, I went from $1 million to two, hey. And in, and, and in that one, those were significant amounts by each person. That's when things started getting a little real. Um, and I put in uh, nearly 300000 of that. And when I say I put in nearly 300000 of that, that's not like, oh, I had a couple million and I put in 300000 because that's my company. Uh-uh. Don't, 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 don't be mistaken. That is, it's every penny that I've ever raised for myself that I thought was going to last a certain amount of time, that I thought was going to do a certain thing, that I thought was going to be going towards something because I knew I was I had these income streams. And we came to the point where we didn't have the capital to fit it to close the the fund because another billionaire had told us we were getting money and didn't send it to us. So I said, "Okay, let me take every piece of my advance for my book. Let me borrow, let me let me uh beg." And let me put that in and let me sell this and let me do that and let me take this and let me do that and let me f- close that out. Okay. And it still was a $2.3 million fund, still the same size as the Andreessen fund. And it was still the same size as what people are doing and what I'm working on still today. So my shade isn't towards the black, the brown, and even the white people who are compared to their means putting in so much of their net worth and so much of their time and their blood, sweat and tears. My shade is to you at Sequoia, who I also had a Twitter thing with the day, the day before that you could should have gone to. Sequoia, Kleiner Perkins, Andreessen Horowitz. Those are those are like big, big billion dollar com- funds. Uh, was it TPG, who I've been talking to for years, years. And they did something with Harlem Capital. I got to have to give them that. But I, I don't know the, the economics around it. And we all know, I mean, this is an elephant in the room. I'm not the only one who thinks this, right? We all know they have a lot of, these people have a lot of money and not just them, but these other smaller funds have a lot of money. And this is my work. Why should this surprise you that this is, this is my, been my work? Okay. Uh, I'd like to self-reflect. <laughs> I, I, in fact, I do it um, mid conversation most times. And uh, so that's why I wanted to, to say this. I feel like, you know, I wrote a whole book. I wrote a whole book chasing this desire to be heard and to be understood holistically. And I still feel like I'll never get there. And maybe that's how we are, we're meant, we're built to feel. But I feel like I wrote a whole book and I still am misunderstood. <laughs> I just led... You know, I, I, people say, oh, man, I love you. I love you. I love you. And like, how, how do you like that? How do you like these headlines? How do you like that? And I'm like, I can't take it in. I don't take it in. Like, I appreciate it, but I don't listen to it because they, what they don't get is that in the same day, and I've said this multiple times, but people don't get it. In the same day, I'll have people say, I love you. I love you. I love you. And then the same day, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Every single day, a polarizing figure. It's a very trippy um, 
uh, mind space to be in at all times. So I try to compartmentalize and I try to put both on some, onto something else, some sort of entity that's right outside of me. And I'm sure, sure you uh, philosophy and psychology majors probably have a whole thing about that, the, the id and the ego and all of that. Whatever it is I'm doing, I'm putting it to the side so that I can't take, because I can't take the adulation, I can't take the hate. If I took it all in, it would be blinding. Speaking of blinding, yesterday, on top of all of this, and before this tweet, on top of everything that's going on in the world, I had, uh, there was an earthquake that shook our entire building. And then right after that, <laughs> there was a transformer explosion that looked like, um, it really did look like a nuclear explosion or someone doing some form of terrorism. So the adrenaline and the trauma and the, uh, this and the that and, this, and the uncertainty, it was just, <laughs> it's, I, I don't know, I can't, I don't know, right? Can I also say this? Um, I know we're 25 minutes in, if you're still listening, this is, this is what this is about. This is it. Anybody who wants to reference, this is it. Bring them to here. Bring them here. If they have a question, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point you to this, and I want you to listen to it. So also, the press. I've been reached out to by every press outlet I can think of. Not black press outlets, but every, uh, I guess, mainstream, if that's what you want to call it, press outlet I can think of in the last 12 hours. And before that was the last 48 hours for other things. And... I just want to point out, because I told you this would be self-indulgent and self-centered, but I just want to point this out. I want to say it on record. I get asked, and I have, I'll say for this, I won't talk about get, but I'll talk about right now. I have been asked by almost every outlet you can think of for an interview or a quote or my take on other people's stuff. I was asked yesterday morning to give my take on SoftBank, to give my take on Andreessen, to give my take on this and that and the other. I say no or ignore 95% of that press because I don't want to stir that pot. It is not my intention to be the center of attention. What I say yes to is when I truly believe that if I speak up about this specific thing in this specific place, it will lead to a black founder getting money. Let me be real with you. Like the TechCrunch article, let me tell you how many people were in my email because I gave my email out asking for money and offering money. But did you see me on, uh, on uh, MSNBC? Did you see me on CNN? Did you see me everywhere I was asked to be? No, because I, I, I'm not being self-indulgent when it comes to that. So I just want you to know, like, I, I protect us in a way that I don't think anybody will ever know. And um, at the same time, taking dagger after dagger after dagger, not just from people who are upset about me calling out white investors, but from black people. You think I don't see the back channel t chats? You think I don't see people who say I ain't shit? You think I don't see you say that my portfolio is trash? You don't think I see you say that I think I'm this, that, and the other? The, what I what I think about when I hear that and I see that after being hurt by it and not seeing anybody jump to my um, people that I know not jumping to my defense is I just I just have to calm myself and remind myself that 
that they they haven't attempted what I've attempted and they just they just don't know and that's all I can do and I have to go to the to the positive the positive being looking at 300 plus faces and names yesterday less than 24 hours ago who came to the book mastermind on zoom and gave me some of them two hours of their time to invest in themselves and invest in, in me with their time and their energy and their love and to hear their remarks and to hear they, what they got out of it. I have to focus on that. I have to focus on that because it's an hour or two hours of that a day and then it's 22 hours of hate towards me a day. It's 22 hours of dissenting voices. And guess what? I invest in those dissenting voices too because I believe that we all have a voice and we all have a right to express ourselves and we all have a right to be hurt and we all have a right to feel uh, attacked and we all have a right to express that. And I understand that I have a certain influence in my words and a certain way that certain things hit people. And I don't understand it. <laughs> I mean, I said, I understand that I do. I don't understand why. I don't understand why. Because it's kind of, it's kind of hard to be to to understand that sort of power. I don't. I truly don't get it, but I understand that it is true. So I, I censor myself and I speak and I walk on eggshells and I and I walk on landmines and I just every step of the way try to make sure that I do no harm, do no harm, do no harm. The extremes that my mind, body, soul, spirit go through in a twenty-four hour period cannot be described cannot be described and that's on a day of no COVID and no uh, protests and no earthquakes and no transformer explosions and no uh, uh, viral treat viral tweet that brings in so much hatred on the back end so if that's the case on those days imagine what it was like yesterday you've, you've heard me not apologize in this 30 minutes because I don't um I'm not going to apologize to the industry, the institution. I'm not going to apologize. You owe me and you owe black founders an apology. The billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars under management that goes to other white men for 75 years you owe us an apology. You owe us reparations. I am proud of, I stand by, and I love my black and brown brothers and sisters, cousins and kinfolk, my allies, and you know who you are, who are working on this. Who work on this every day. With daggers in their backs. I will not apologize for being offended and insulted by these people who have gotten and taken everything, everything by way of economics from black and brown bodies.
and then give us crumbs for a headline. I will not apologize. What I will do is I will joke and I will laugh and I will commune with my people and I will do no harm for as long as I can. And I will continue to invest and I will continue to scrape and find the money and earn the money and raise the money and put it right back into hundreds and thousands of other people.